I'm Dan. I'm, I'm Tom Servo. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes you crow. That that show hasn't been on for like 15 years now. <laughs> People still get the reference. I, I was a huge I Mystery, no Science Theater Theater about. Mystery Science Theater oh, okay, 3000. Okay, okay, okay. I was a huge fan, but nobody knows what the heck I'm talking about anymore. Anyway, I'm, I'm Mac. <laughs> Can I be Max Headroom? Shh, no, that's me. <laughs> Can I be... I'll be Brian. <laughs> I'm Tyler. <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome back, guys. We, we haven't all been on the mic for a while. Yeah, this has been a while. It's been a bit. It's I, been a while. I, I don't feel comfortable here. One it's of the weird. last... Uh, There's too many men in this room. <laughs> normally, we uh, will start off with announcements, but I don't really have a whole lot right now. Uh, the, Ooh, thank you. <laughs> then, Let's the next step, normally, <laughs> is uh, we, we run around the table and talk about what's on our horizon. But uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's November. It's the month of Thanksgiving. So we're going to take a little bit of time at the beginning of the show here to talk about our favorite games that we... Uh, I started off by thinking maybe games that were released this year, but... You haven't played anything that's been released in the past 10 years. No, that's not necessarily <laughs> true. But that all that did was kind of make me depressed about how much I do actually get to game. And uh, so then I changed it to games that we've discovered this year. Uh, so that's what we're talking about. We're gonna give a big Indiana thank you. Jones. Gonna give a big thank you <laughs> to the discovered. You know, he's oh. a discoverer. <laughs> oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Gonna give a thank called? you to the people who put out the games that we're playing right now. So, um, let's start it off with uh, Steve. Well, Steve, Steve what, what, <laughs> what, what's your favorite game that you discovered this year? Well, I know uh, Brian wants to talk about. Uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah. yeah. But that's one of them. Uh, I got to play, let's see, this is kind of a good game, or good game year, because I got to play, uh, what is it, Boss Monster? That was a Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, that's that pretty was a fun. Good one. Okay. That was a good one. It's yeah. pretty, pretty new. That was legit. What, uh, what's the premise? Boss Monster is, well, first of all, it makes fun of itself, which okay. I've already established in multiple episodes right. that I like. And it's a, uh, the theme is it's kind of supposed to be like a 8-bit like Nintendo game, okay. like retro like video game theme and you're building a line of cards which is your dungeon and every round of play you flip out um from the de- from the uh, deck you're playing against you put out characters who are attracted to your your line of cards, your dungeon depending okay. on what cards are in your dungeon. And whenever you kill a character, you keep them, and it counts as victory points. Okay. First person to get so ever many points wins, and if there's a tie, the person who has the mo- the the strongest boss monster in their dungeon wins. Okay. So it's uh pretty it's simple. Like a tower defense. Basically, yeah, like, kind of yeah, is. Like, I can see like, that. You like and, build your yeah. your dungeon. It's something I could recommend to like a whole lot of people though, because you don't have to. I mean, it, it's really simple and easy to learn, like, but it's pretty it's fun. It's really quick to play. Yeah. I, I like it a lot, too. Okay. It's really quick to play, but like the first time is definitely confusing. You got a big learning curve. 
to me. No, no, no it's just like the first time. Yeah. It's just a lot. Like, to the take rules in, are just like a little yeah. bit janky. Yeah, because there's like a little bit of like you know, like like it's it's just a weird format. It ends up being really weird. That and everybody else playing against you like outbuilds the shit out of your dungeon. It's cool. <laughs> it's kind of it kind of reminded me of like because uh, it's so heavily themed. It reminded me of that Battle Wizards. Yeah, Skulls Fire or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like the Battle Wizards yeah. epic tales uh, of the Mount Skulls Fire. Yeah, voodoo demon. Yeah, that game was fun. Also, I I uh, I think Paizo really took their first step into like their next phase of Pathfinder. Okay, because they're releasing books now that are like really they're more optional like th- we, yeah, we spoke about yeah. advanced campaign and stuff yeah and that because that's what i wanted to talk about was the uh ultimate campaign book they came out with this year is probably my favorite book oh yeah this year that good huh yeah and they uh like i'm having trouble keeping up with all the stuff they come out with now because they're really they've like kicked it kicked so it up they a went, notch they went kind of from D and D three point seven five to being Pathfinder this year. Well, they went to being Pathfinder, but they were the premier uh, uh, Renaissance era, medieval era fantasy setting that was still putting out new material. Right, Dungeons and Dragons hasn't put out anything new for what well, year from, and a half now. From when did you they count. stop for yeah. fourth edition books for a while? In fact, but I'm saying, when did they put up I the think last fourth still edition? Making like supplements. Well, yeah. one of the things that I think is crap is that part of fourth ed's life has been that they just redid fourth ed. You know, fifth ed practically already happened kind when of, they released yeah. the essentials books. I I disagree with that, but but you, the, haven't, you haven't had a chance to look at the the playtest stuff, though, have you? No. Yeah. It's considerably different than fourth edition. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that the essentials should account as a, a completely different. Edition. I don't. I don't know that it's going to suck. It's going to suck. Dude. I'm pretty I excited keep hearing for it. Actually, a lot of people are disappointed so far. I'm pretty excited for it. I, I want to see what they wind up with. They um, had to do something different, and instead of doing something different, they went with like, let's do nothing. Uh, uh, we'll save that for another day. Okay. After <laughs> After Fifth Ed comes out, we'll obviously review it, and then I think maybe that there's a an episode to be done about. The history of Dungeons and Dragons in Wizards' hands. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, this year Paizo really went full on like they're, I have they're to agree totally with established this year. Like the difference between like what they've been doing this year and the previous years is like yeah. the previous years they've been trying to do. They've been trying to set themselves yeah, they're up. Yeah, like let's, let's make yeah. supplements for characters where it's like more classes, more class options, you know, more races, more monsters. And now they're starting to come out with books that are like. You know, like I'm gonna uh, be completely honest with you. Uh, from the outside looking in, I don't, I don't play Pathfinder. Yeah, it looks like what TSR did in the '90s to me. Yeah, it, it's. I it's mean, similar. it literally looks like just everything it, is Paizo. If you give, if you give, like, if you give Pathfinder another five years, you're gonna be having like the Guide to Astral Travel Book Two. Right, like right. that's gonna start I, exactly. coming. Up. Yeah, because like, I, I feel like also that the first year and a half of like when Pathfinder officially came out, it was a lot of waiting. Was a lot, yeah. It was. It felt like they had a lot of stuff already made, and they were just like trying to get it all out. Now it feels like maybe they have more personnel. This is cutting edge stuff that's working that's for them, and now created. this is this is all stuff that's like now they're able to kind of go outside of the main like core of Pathfinder and just make like crazy stuff. Spread their wings a little bit. Yeah, their make ideas more products are always and all good, that. but yeah. it's just like let's. It's cool seeing like some of the new supplemental stuff they're adding to the game. I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the uh, pre-painted plastic figures 
Yeah. Because those are those are made by WizKids. Those yeah. are NECA WizKids yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they're they're pretty pricey. I don't know if they <laughs> uh they sell very well, but they released uh pawn boxes. These pog yeah, they're, I, I saw they're like those. pogs basically, yeah. but only they stand up on little bases so you actually know like the sizes and stuff of the monsters and stuff yeah, like I, I saw. Are they like slammer cool. pogs or are they like stacker pogs? Uh, they're stackers. <laughs> stackers. Okay, okay. I, I saw that. They're, they're not expensive either because you get like a couple hundred. That's the thing yeah. is everything went to tokens, right? Um, only the collectors really want the miniatures anymore. Which is there's kind of something to be said about that because the miniatures are fun, but they're only fun when you have like. A huge a bucket of, of miniatures, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, hey, let's look through all this and have fun yeah. Co- collect- picking out our PCs. The collectible level of play should not be the entry level of play. Yeah, right. agreed. Yeah. All but, right, Mac, yeah. what you got? Um, well, I'm a big Sentinels fan too. I'll let Brian get to that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite games of the year, nobody's going to know because I have a friend who just moved back into town, but he's been developing games for a few years, and my last three favorite uh, like pastime games have all been things that he's developed. Okay. Ho- hopefully, so, we'll have Garber on the show somewhere along the line. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, that's what I was getting ready to say is uh, Garber's a forthcoming guest. Yeah. It's just waiting to happen. Um, but that said, you your favorite stuff this year, you're saying, has been independent stuff that either you've been working with or a friend of yours has designed. So mm-hmm. uh, I still think that bears discussion. Uh, obviously, you don't want to hash out game ideas that haven't been put out there yet. But as far as the the personal aspect of creating games and being on that side of the coin, I, I think that's worthwhile. I don't know how much of my uh, enjoyment is based on my involvement in the development process, which, which isn't very much. I right. Mean, he bounces things off me every once in a while, but he does this largely on his own. Part of it is that he thinks the way I do and develops games that suit my pattern of thinking. Like one one of the games that comes to mind that he's been uh, throwing around lately and has been tweaking back and forth a little bit. I don't know if it formally has a name at the moment, but uh, it's it's just it's the hardest damn game I've ever played. <laughs> it's it's very chess like. It's a game of complete information. Everything everything that all the possible plays and everything your opponent has to play with is completely public information. So you just have to try to predict what they're going to do and tailor your own actions to them and think several steps ahead. All right. The only thing that isn't public information is that there's uh, there's a boundary on the number of steps ahead that you can think in a given turn. Um, that game is just awesome. It does, it's a little weird that I can buy into a game so much that he doesn't he hasn't developed strictly an actual IP for it yet. You know, right. It's not suited to anything. It's it's purely mechanical. It uh, like I said, I'm not sure that it has a name. <laughs> It's very complex. He does, he, he, he's been thinking in a lot of directions about uh, ease of publication, uh, designing games based on like 52 cards of a card deck and stuff because you can get card decks printed really easily apparently. Right. So it's just really neat seeing a game come up like that. Also, every once in a while when we start riffing on stuff like train versus train combat game mechanics, like <laughs> that's just fun. All right. Red Rails. Remember that name. You heard it here. Yeah. Um, in the public domain, uh, this game didn't come out this year, but I only discovered this, th- discovered it this year, the secret world that I've mentioned before. I think that's I mentioned the, uh, RPG, episode. the MMO RPG. Yep. That's, uh, it, it's, it's an MMO. They're expanding its single player capacity very soon. All their dungeons are going to have a single player setting to them. Okay. Um, modern day setting, no levels. So neat for an RPG in that. Um, and I like the, 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 Modern horror Cthulhu-esque type stuff. It's neat. 
So if you're looking for my recommendation to go out right now and grab, it's probably that. Okay. Tabletop-wise, you're going to have to go to Brian for that. All right, Brian. Let's hear it. I no, guess everybody, no pressure with everybody saying. Yes, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of called it when we were outside. Dibs. So, yeah, uh, it's a game I kind of brought into the group recently after Gen Con. I I had heard of it and I'd played it once before, and I got a couple good recommendations. And it's a game called Sentinels and Multiverse. I think we talked about it on the show before a little bit, right? I think Steve talked about it when I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What a dick. So essentially, it's. It's a card game. It's all in the box. It's not a deck building game. It's a pre-made deck game where it's um, superhero themed, where it's a competitive card game where you work together with three to five other players to beat a boss, essentially. You're playing pre-made decks, right? You yeah. don't, you don't yeah. customize or anything. Yeah, there's no customization in it whatsoever. Uh, kind of is. Like, there's one possible aspect. There's some promo character cards, and you can choose like which one of those you use, and some of them are just like strictly better than the others. But other I, than that, I didn't know that. That's neat. Yeah. Other than that, they're like completely all, uh, you know, it's the same deck every time you play. But um, I don't know. Super fun game. All the characters are really unique and fun to play. Each of the decks plays completely differently. Uh, the only thing is when you run into, there's like a difficulty curve problem with the game a little bit where it's like it's either like really 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 way too easy or it's like incredibly goddamn too hard like there's <laughs> it's 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 pretty tough to find a middle ground like some of them are really hard and some of them are like like just so simple it's not even fun yeah it got to a point where like anytime you would lose you were like always so excited because it was just so rare for yeah you exactly you so much yeah like, I, like this is awesome let's get our Butts whoop. Yeah. Like Tyler, was it you and I who tried to play against misinformation or whatever her name is? Yeah, and, and then we couldn't. And it's like it do, it has no mechanics if you're not playing with more than two players. Yeah, so we had to throw that out and then we played <laughs> against Kismet, who is also completely impossible. Yeah, who who is impossible to play against the two players. Yeah. Yeah, it's it so like the whole shtick of the game is you pick a character, you pick a boss, and you pick an environment, and all three of those things are separate decks. And, you know, the, the, the villain goes and it runs like a machine, like it does the same thing. It's every on time. rails, it's scripted. Yeah. yeah. And that's due to the cards that you have. Yeah. That you're using. Right. And the only random fatness factor is going to be of what cards get pulled and what cards are played. Yeah. They deal a certain number of cards from their own deck and then what those cards are and what they do right. is how you get your random. Now, do you, do you still have to make sure you get like the revised version? Well, the the only thing that they're selling on the website right now yeah. is the enhanced edition. So yeah, like you, you if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna if, buy it, you're gonna be able to get the enhanced edition. And yeah, buy it from the buy it from the the website. The is out. Well, the enhanced you, you is more than just the revised, right? The, the revised was when they cleaned up. You can't the buy first. you can't buy it from their website. It is no, they're out of stock at the moment. Yeah, it's been out of stock for like a year. And I've it's not. I've actually talked to the guys from better or greater than games. No, really. Yeah, and I um. If you want to get it now, you have to go on eBay. Yeah, they have a they have a pending release that I'm going to try to get an interview with them for uh, when that when that comes out. So yeah, they've got so so right now you have here's here's a thing that I really disliked about the game. Uh, it was simple enough for me at the con at Gen Con to pick up the starter game and buy one of the expansion packs. It is impossible to get one of the starter the expansion packs. The Rook City expansion pack. 
I've seen posted online for well over a thousand dollars. I've seen it posted online for five hundred, six hundred dollars. Well, I, I think that's a testament to the game and and the the response. Sure, but to the print game. some more games. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, like, get printing. Yeah, we're going to keep care. recommending this game. They're going to need to print it. Yeah, right. yeah the yeah. idea. So there's supply and demand. Now we're demanding that you supply us <laughs> with some more games. Yeah, uh, some I, more copies of the game. Yes. It's it's just lame that like I've got at this point in time I've gotten a lot of my friends into it and my my one of my best friends he's I hate him for it because he was like I show whenever I show him something cool he like goes all out and he's like I want it all and he goes out and like buys everything right and he just got like so goddamn lucky and he got like somebody's used copy who had bought all of it and put it in one box and sold it to him for a hundred dollars. Wow! And like you just <laughs> yeah. got so lucky. Like that, uh, that's 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 Kyle. Kyle, of course. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, bottom line, this is the the greatest game you've played all year. Oh, and, by and far. Your only is, complaint is that you want more. That I can't. No, I mean yes and no. It's like this game is available. Why can't I have it? Like I will pay you for it. Why won't you give it to me? <laughs> like, no. <clears throat> I don't know that it's they. Not that I want more, I, cause, but I do. But it's like I want the product that you offer. I was asking some friends about have they been public about that this was limited print run and intended to be uh, collectible and rare, and they apparently haven't said anything to that effect. But the fact that they're not printing and that they're so they universally are, sold out. Well, like, I can go ahead and say that I have exchanged emails with them, and they are planning on printing everything back in a huge box set very soon. Good. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I guess they stupid just, and dumb. Now they're gonna make me rebuy all the stuff I already had just to get that one expanction. That pisses I, I me don't off. know if that includes. Well, hey we'll, man, we'll do an interview with them. And it's you can a legitimate them strategy. That. Apple does it every year. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, all right, but so Sentinel trade the motor- in your old iPhone. You can't trade in your old. Maybe uh, if you, you go, don't know if that. You go to them and be like, "Here, take this. They'll give you another." <laughs> one. I bought this from you. I supported you. <laughs> yeah, they might make the expansions available as well. You know, I don't know. I didn't uh, discuss that possibility with them in, in very much depth at all. So I agree with that, though. That sucks. Yeah, We've all played it except for you, right? Yeah. For anybody who wants to play it, let's go around real quick and just say who your guys' favorite character is. Oh, man, that's rough. Just No, let's do it. Yeah, that sounds good. Steve. Steve. I really like uh, the Flash chick. What's her name? Tachyon. 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 Yeah, she was pretty fun. Well, her shtick is that you can like draw extra cards yeah. and she can make people draw you extra cards. She's huge on milling. Really yeah. good character. Like her and Unity probably. Unity. Yeah. Unity. Unity. Just do a little like just do a mini description of like what they do so like people can get an idea of what Tachyon's like you have special keywords on some cards in her deck where if you burn them, just like discard them and then do an attack. You can use all those the those keyword cards in your discard to make it stronger. So it's like you just want to burn cards with Tachyon, basically. Yeah, she's really cool. She's and like the Flash. Unity is she's like Tony Stark, basically. Yeah. Where she just she makes robots and like puts out drones, which are basically like creatures that do her attacks for her and like soak up damage because they all have their own like hit points. Okay. So Tachyon has none of that. They're both completely different characters. <clears throat> is that Unity? I thought that Unity's like the girl who makes the golems and the, the robots. robots. Okay. Yeah. Mac? Uh Omnitronix. Yeah. What is it? He's one of the higher level difficulty characters that just 
he, he he's a sentient robot who puts a bunch of his own like armor and devices into play, and they all kind of have static effects. You can chain a lot of as he builds his board. You can chain a lot of like things together to accomplish a whole lot. Okay. Brian? Mine is definitely fanatic. It's this like female. She's, That's new. What? I didn't oh, know no. that. No, yeah, she's my stable. Like, all right. oh yeah. He goes hard on fanatic. No. I love, <laughs> I love fanatic. He, he, she's my favorite. Basically, what she is is she's a fallen angel, or she's like an angel. She's like a, ten, she's like a paladin. She has like wings. And what she does is she's a she's, born martyr. Yeah. She, what she does is she suicides herself down. Like she has a bunch of abilities that like kill herself and then give benefits to people and she has like a really cool ability that does damage to a target equal to the number of hit points you've lost total huh. so you can just like blow somebody up uh, somebody up if you're just at one hit point and like then she has like something that will re- revive her from the dead so it's, it's pretty cool i like cool. her a lot tyler my favorite is legacy he's basically uh <laughs> He's Superman plus Captain America. He's got basically a what really cool story. Yeah, he's got a really cool backstory. Um, just a little bit about it is like basically all the way back from like the Revolutionary War era, there was like a chain of guys. It was like his lineage where it's like people who are like, I guess, really patriotic. And as the line, like as as the line progressed, each member of the family became stronger and stronger. The first one was somebody who helped Paul Revere or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. they helped. Kind of really good vision. Yeah. So they're all extremely patriotic, and that's why he's called Legacy, is because like he's a product of like several generations of just stronger. Well, the thing is, every new generation has another power. Yeah. They they have all the powers of the previous generations, and the new generations have another power. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that part. But so like yeah, so he's a Superman, Captain America, and he's like heavy, heavy support. So like he's really fun to play, and like some of his mechanics are just i think like borderline broken like he's a good addition to any party and he's just extremely good more than how neatly fleshed out the heroes play i think is how clever some of the villain mechanics are you know there's the dreamer who's a little girl who has only like three hit points that you can't kill creepy if you can't yeah you can't attack her if she dies you have to kill you have to kill her nightmare things or whatever come to life yeah Yeah. Mm. um there's, you know, the legacy. There's a villain version of legacy from an alternate dimension where the where the U.S. was destroyed in the future or whatever, and that's Iron Legacy, and like he comes back in time. And it's totally just like alternate Superman, like Earth Two Superman, basically, yeah. Yeah. or um, Superman from Injustice, ul- really. Ul- Ultraman. Another yeah. thing I like about the game is the art on the cards. They is, look like clip art it, almost. Like, <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Clerks, the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's very> <laughs> and there's a guy who looks like Leonardo. Leonardo. Yes, he looks exactly <laughs> like him. Baron Blade. So Baron Blade. It, yeah. Like all around, it's a pretty yeah. fun and like funny game to to mess around with. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's my pick, and I all think right. a lot of these guys. Are kind of agreeing concurrent. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely on board with that. You have tabletop, I'd have to say. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tyler. How about you? Um, basically, just uh, it's actually been recently. Um, a t- probably a tie between uh, Grand Theft Auto and Pokemon X. Um, the rest. I'm glad of- somebody was going to say those two. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we were about to get through this whole yeah. list without either of those. And they're yeah. a really. It's a really big deal. Like both those games because. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Pokemon X. I don't know if you've heard about me, but <laughs> I'm, I'm a really, really big, big deal. deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The rest of the year, I really just played Dota the entire time. So, uh, yeah, I know. Dota Boo 1, you. really? Wow, oh, hardcore. Oh, Dota 2. Boo you, man. Right. Whatever. Anyway. Blah, lol so wins. What's important about these games, the Pokemon X and Grand Theft Auto V, is that they're both like the fifth and sixth, respectively, installments in their series. And generally, like, the, the ideal is that, like, with same with movies and same with video games is that the more you milk a series, the more the quality 
tends to deteriorate. I don't necessarily think that's true, but in video games, and I think I mean, you become progressively less original. Yeah, Halo Four, sure. Resident Evil. Yeah, and they'll take yeah, away some features point. from older games, and you know, but these two games are unique in the fact that they include basically all the features from the older games, and then add in new ones that, that completely reshape the foundation of the series. You know, I, it's a it's a funny point because we were talking about uh, sequels degenerating as they go along. I don't think that there's ever been a point in time where there has been so long that there hasn't been a new video game system, a new platform to bring a new sequel of a game to. I'm, I'm putting into perspective with like the Mario Karts. Every time there's a new Mario, I'd a say new a, Nintendo I'd platform, say more, I'd say a oh. whole lot of Sega and PlayStation series have completely died. And that's fine. I'm saying like, you're talking about, uh, what'd you just say? Halo, Halo 4. Halo. Yeah, you're talking about Halo. Since the Halo, since the, the, the conception. Three separate consoles? Has there been three consoles? It's yes. just the Xbox no, and the Xbox. Xbox and the 360, no, 360 right? Yeah, the Xbox okay. and the 360. And the last three like were on the 360, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last. So. Was two? Two, two. Well, two, two was, was on Xbox One. Two numbered, oh, but there were three, technically. Yeah, In any right. case, I just, I'm just wondering oh, if that. I'm just wondering if that is tied to the lack of new platforms to because like again so. going back to the Mario thing Nintendo uses the Mario games to showcase all of a uh, 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 specific Not all Mario games Well there's also good. there's a few yeah. different Mario games on in any given release you know you, you got the parties now you get the yeah. Luigi games you get all that I was talking about uh, Mario games the sequels the I ones that are sequeled most through. of the time sequels nowadays are like just Trying to milk the shit out yeah. of a franchise that, so they'll come out with a new one every year. Perfect example, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. That's There's like a new one every year. It's a new one every easiest six example months. I can think of. There's yeah. a new one every six months. For Call real, of like, Duty. Because they just, just go back and forth. Balls. Yeah. Now Call of Duty is a rehash and a map pack basically ha- every year. Hang on though. Hang on though. Hang on though. Call of Duty first, first thing anybody has to know about Call of Duty is that there's two different Call of Duties. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. You know, it's right, but it's Black still the Ops same game. and Modern Warfare were different. There's totally the, different production companies yeah, in everything. Right, but it's still the like, Black Ops Two is still, still the same as Black Ops. Still, like, yeah. still the same I, as I get World that. War. I get that. It's World the Madden of first-person shooter games. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I haven't really liked one since like. Uh, that's where I was like, going to go next. Call, Call, is Duty, 4. The Call of Duty Four. Yeah. Sports games are different because because like players change. I mean, also they they keep up with their engines pretty, and they're yeah. pretty good about. Actually, EA just got into some litigation for charging too much, so they're pretty good about reducing the price w- within a reasonable amount of time. Like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. There's a Madden game every year, but I do get the I do get why they yeah. do it. The, the whole roster updates and all that stuff. I would make that DLC. I don't think there's any reason that it, that it can't be. There's a market yeah. for those people, and that's what those people want. They want a new Madden game every year. And I mean, I, I buy them. Every I used year. to have friends who bought the MLB game. So every would you take year. a new Pokemon game every year? No, every no. Is it, you, all, you, you don't have to. You don't I mean, have. I'm to. saying, would you? Wait, no. Listen, here's how it works. If if another no, Pokemon game came out next yeah. year, would, would you shit. be happy with it? No, Pokemon. Because, uh, there be, seems to be a relationship between the amount of time it's released between games and the how quality. Good it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't I know what it that. is. I don't know if that's Wrong. the real Spend thing. More time. Duke Nukem Forever. Okay, uh, Diablo <laughs> oh <my> Three. <laughs> yeah, all right. Pokemon yeah, games. There are a few the exceptions, but I think in general, I noticed the thing with Pokemon games is that only like every third one is actually different significantly. I agree with that. From the from like the one three games, but it doesn't before. matter. How do you make a Pokemon game right. that you want to play? 
put in new fucking Pokemon. Exactly. Like, that's it. In like, all honesty, that I want to play it again. Back in, I really liked Pokemon Blue. I played Silver. I played all, all every part of Silver, and I was like, okay, how is this really different from the first one? Not at all. And I am not interested in playing any others until they do something new. Yeah. Speaking of which, I heard that Arkham Origins is like easily the worst one of the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, it's like. Yeah. <clears throat> the least polished. It's, it's not made yeah. by uh, once again. Oh, it isn't. It's no, not it's made not by the same. It's not made by Rocksteady. Oh. They held off on making another one. It's to, Warner Brothers. I think North they're going to try to do the third one, the follow-up to Arkham City, and I think they're going to make it like Gotham City. All right. Well, sorry, I opened nice. that can of worms, Tyler. Carry on with your with okay. your favorite. Well, I just want to say, you know, no, they, like that's a good yeah, discussion. I mean, I think we, yeah, I think we kind of came full circle on that and okay. the fact that they just kind of encompass everything you would want in both of those franchises i mean at I this point it's going to be hard yeah. to like create another game in either of those franchises where they're going to be and better than this another like another bro- thing about it too might be that there's really little exclusivity anymore for games so game companies know they have this like safety net of pc and every console owner to fall back on to yeah. that, that's going to spend money back when it was just like think about PlayStation One. Like, yeah, every game that games. every game that came out for PS One was almost exclusive. So you had to m- spend more time on it and make it more interesting and better. Maybe for yeah, there's that a specific because you had, you had to compete with the other consoles because you only right. had one and console because you couldn't you yeah. couldn't like make a PlayStation game and then like right. just port that over to like you had to like program Change the game controls for and the PlayStation for a new platform. Yeah. Yeah. Now you yeah. can just like program a game and be like instead right. of X it's triangle. Like right. it doesn't matter. Oh, like, absolutely. Same graphics and everything. Yeah. And it's even more prevalent than before. I mean, now you can play the entire Metal Gear that, Solid trilogy on Xbox 360 whereas before it was like I only want a PlayStation for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I used to know people who bought Xboxes for Halo. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Well, that's still been tried and true. Halo's yeah, only that still on happens. Right. Yeah. NPC but all right, well, I'm going to bring it back to the uh, tabletop front. Nope. I uh, <laughs> We're done. See ya. I, um, Drop the mics. mentioned earlier that upon doing this exercise, I realized that I was quite saddened about how often I actually get to play. Um, oh, you are lame. Can you I edit in lame. the Charlie Brown music? <laughs> I can. That said, uh, the, the games that I've been excited about lately are the ones that are quick in and out. You know, you can... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, not a whole lot of prep. Whoa. I haven't had a whole lot of time with the uh, Tyler's work and such. <laughs> uh, that said, there was a re-release of an old game that I recently discovered. Yahtzee. No. <laughs> oh, uh, they came out with the sixth deluxe edition of Yahtzee? Yeah. Jax. No, there's a game <laughs> called Kobolds Ate My Baby that was out a uh, long time ago. Sounds pretty cool. It's not funny, man. <laughs> Women lost a baby. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I had uh, an argument with you about this already. You did, you did. Can, I, how, can I rehash this argument? <laughs> about how baby not, baby murder's not funny? Uh, it's called Kobolds Ain't My Baby, and they just re-released it. Uh, it's all in color and stuff now. <laughs> it's an indie, it was an indie game. Right? Like, it was, uh, it, what was version one like? It's uh, illustrated by John Kovalik. It's all in your mind. Written by Chris O'Neill and Dan Landis. Dick Van Dyke role-playing game. You're a huge Nick at Night fan. Like... Why no. are you talking crap on black and white oh, old TV? Man. Hold on, you you cut me off. I have to keep saying my game, and then sorry, sorry, can, sorry, sorry. Then you can go back into it. Silence. Um, and the the concept is you're playing as kobolds, and oh really? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And uh, not babies. No, you're trying All to go right. get babies. Right. The adventure oh. is it's a quick beer and pretzels RPG that uh, you can get in into and out of very quickly with minimal prep. Uh, the mechanics work off of D6s. It's really simple. 
Uh, the rules are very simple. There are a few, there's a few things that you have to remember. You know, for instance, if anyone says anything about King Torg, everybody at the table has to say, all hail King Torg. Uh, King Torg is the lord of the Dude, kobolds. we need to remember that for this podcast, because yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> I, I really want to do an actual play of this. I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, jeez. Uh, the idea is that uh, King Torg has... Uh, fail. You already failed. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. You can't make me do it. <laughs> We're not getting roped into this. The, uh, I think it'd be fun, though. You... you uh, you're playing as kobolds that die very easily. There's a built-in mechanic for uh, for crazy ways that you can die if you fail a check or fail a roll. Or <laughs> it's a Steve Jackson game. Or? Uh, it's not a Steve Jackson uh, game. It is, like I said earlier, uh, illustrated by John Kovalik, though. Oh, okay, so that's why I thought it looks like Munchkin, but it's not. This is an actual RPG. It's just beer and pretzels, tongue in, tongue firmly in cheek, and um, it's just such a great little fun game. It kind of so. sounds like you're acting out the penultimate 20 minutes of Batman Returns. Can I explain? Uh, that's Can funny. Explain? Now, now, Brian, yeah. you're chomping at the bit over here. You and I had a discussion like, I before. Like, already, like, I feel the hatred already like, flowing you, you and I had a discussion <laughs> before. Without having played this game, no. you hate this game simply because it's a tongue-in-cheek RPG. No, it's just like I hate like satire of like the, the Dungeons & Dragons like medieval fantasy setting. Like... Like the stupid, like, <laughs> plus two underpants stealing sword. Do you like, not like Munchkin for that reason? No, f*** that game. Oh, man. I actually yeah. don't really like Munchkin that much either. I've never actually played it. Do you not it. like <laughs> Munchkin because of mechanics or because it's you can get a Matt, codpiece? you would hate that game. Both, really. You would hate it because of mechanics. You'd hate it because of mechanics, Steve yeah. Jackson's I really made like great Munchkin. games. Like, don't get me wrong. He's made, he's made Frag, which is a blast to play, but... <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's, it's funny. I feel like it's just an entire role-playing game solely based on that one like niche joke that like of, I, like making fun of people who actually play D&D yeah i hate it i hate it it's see like, this isn't the case plus though this is smart so though that makes me smart i, I, I have to admit, one of my gm friends walks around with like a plus one hat on yeah i all hate the time. that i hate yeah. it it's but dumb. you you it's not even this doesn't even that, that's where i was going with that was this uh, this isn't just about games you don't like guys to wear a shirt plus one yeah no or <laughs> uh, i mean i I, I just don't get it. I don't see the yeah, problem. It's, it's, Do you not like it when like, like Aqua Teen's doing like the ancient bone sword of Zumacadra and stuff like that? No, like, like that's that's like what about the sword of a thousand truths from South Park? Yeah, I don't think that's funny. Okay. What Do about you feel Venture like it, you're being you're being made fun of? No, I feel like they don't like understand what it is to like have fun playing games or like what what a game is. So they're, like, <laughs> they're getting too wow. caught up in the trappings. I could see that. Yeah. I, Satire's the purest like, form of appreciation. Like, though, I, like it would be like if I were driving down the street and I saw like some dude like dressed up like three dudes like dressed up like cosplay and they have like their stupid dice bag. I would like throw a soda at them. <laughs> like they're a big. I just don't. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. No. I don't get the issue. I, I, I'm with you, Dan. I don't get. There's don't like get a the level of nerd that you just like. You've, you've taken it too far, and like when it becomes like their like your sense of humor. Like the sense of humor of the ultra nerd is 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 a sense spot of hatred so, towards me. But you're the ultra nerd, so you're hating the people who aren't ultra nerds. No, like like I am not an ultra nerd. You're I'm a giga nerd. Giga <laughs> nerd. I'm not. I'm not your like stereotypical like fat, lazy, long hair. You are lazy, smelly. You are. St- Fucking smelly idiot. <laughs> I'm looking. At, I, I was trying to read your shirt and couldn't because of the wrinkles. Right. <laughs> Does it say a Lannister always pays his debts? Yes, because I am a nerd, but I'm not like I'm not. 
right. it's all it's it's, it's, pos- it's possible you're you're Seabass, the legendary super nerd. You're you know one of them. You're one of them self-hating nerds, aren't it's, you? It's it's cheapening it is what it's doing. It's making I it agree. to where I, like I can understand it from that. It's perspective. secularizing something that's actually more complex than just. A what game, what a game. what what secular non gamer is playing Cobalt took my baby? I see, this is where I'm going with it. Is that I think I understand what you're saying, but I still don't have a problem with it. You take a game like Munchkin and you plop it down on the table, and you can show, you can teach anybody to play right, that and game. You teach it to somebody who's not like and a basically, geek or nerd, and they're just like, yep. <laughs> Those the, exactly like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like those fucking nerds they sure love plus one swords and the, that, it's just like so your problem like, yep, I don't get it isn't with the game White it's trash with sure the people loves, like bush cans and NASCAR like hell yeah <laughs> you live in Granite City hell yeah you're gonna love it like I I hate it it's reasonable to say that it's not just the mechanics of the game but that the game is designed to appeal to that sort of perspective I just think it's cheapening it like there's <laughs> something like all those jokes and everything came from something right like you. Like, you know, obviously. From nerds like us, just right. making jokes. But I, I mean. I used to love, like, Grave Robbers from Outer Space, but I didn't think that it cheapened B-movies. Like, what about Spaceballs? Right. What That's where no, I'm that, going. That, that, like, did, did, did Spaceballs cheapen make people who Star like Star Wars? Wars? No, yeah. no, I don't think so. I thought exactly. it was funny. I yeah. thought so, too. I mean, like, Spaceballs is funny, but it's not, like, the greatest comedy ever. Like, Spaceballs is sure. to Star Wars what Munchkin is right, to d but the stuff in Spaceballs that is funny... It's the same stuff. There's stuff in space. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. It seems like it seems like what Seabass is trying to say is that uh, what what Spaceballs is. Are you kidding me? That, that what Munchkin is to D and D, Kingdom of the C- Crystal Skull is to Indiana Jones. Okay, let it's me not just try give you an example. That, no, no, I think yeah. the better example was tracking down this uh, this Mel Brooks allegory because easily ninety percent of the cards that are in Munchkin could have been written by Mel Brooks about D and D. And those are the same exact same right, style jokes, like, like Mel Brooks oh, level never up. Never played D and D, and he's like, let's write a game about Th- it. Think of it this Mel way: Mel Brooks is not a science fiction writer, and he made Spaceballs. Right, but he's seen D and he's seen Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe he's seen a an, uh, an episode of D and D, or you there's, know, uh, uh, there's not a whole lot. Like of an episode, of, an episode of D&D. a session of D and D be played. Yeah, sure maybe he's like, read The Hobbit. Second, second to that, it takes place mostly in space and on more than one planet. There's almost no. Sci-fi elements in Spaceballs. Right. Okay. Bringing it even closer to a fantasy. Bringing it even closer to a... That argument brings it even closer to a fantasy satire, which brings it even closer to Munchkin. When you have something in Spaceballs where, like, the guy's name is, like... Pizza the Hut, like I hate that. I hate like like it's like oh. Wait, like, I thought you just like, said that the hate, stuff hate, was hate. fine. I said there are some stuff in it that's funny. So how about Comb in the Desert? That's hilarious. That's no different because than- it's funny when the black guy yells. I think that's funny. <laughs> so it's not the joke of combing the desert. It's the black guy screaming. We ain't found <laughs> shit. Yes, that's hilarious to me because <laughs> the line delivery is funny. That's different. That's what about just like, what about fu- just the pun? Combing the desert and then you see a comb. Is okay, that funny? I love puns. They're funny. Well, that's Pizza the Hut. Pizza just the a pun. Stupid because it's like like. Pizza the Hut would be like that one like scene that like some bro ass douchebag at a party would be like, I love f- space balls, Pizza the Hut. Like I hate that. See, I really think that your problem is not with these intellectual properties, but with the people that tend to like them. And sure, that's why not, not fair to the game. That doesn't mean Munchkin's not a fun game. It just means you don't like some of the douchebags well, that I play hate, it. Hate the player. That said, no, nerd it's, rage. It's, there is a com there is nerd a rage. comedy style that is like so you like your games to be so exclusive that no one who isn't already in the hobby or isn't too far <laughs> left of the hobby Almost. can play them without that explains without the Dota some, two thing. Some without games. really having to do the homework and really having to earn their title to 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 be able to play this game. If if I don't want you to play it and I can't teach it to you, 
I don't want you to play it. You can definitely teach somebody to play Munchkin. Right. I'm talking about me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying, like, it, it's, it just seems, it seems like a waste of energy to be railing against Munchkin when there's at least five or six douchebags that you could personally call out rather than telling everybody that Munchkin's a terrible game or that a game like Kobolds Ate My Baby, which is fantastic, is a terrible game just on the just First on the of all, I never basic said it was principle. Terrible. Second of all, I hate Munchkin because of its mechanics. I don't like the shtick on top of it either. Th- that's a different that's a different argument. If you told me you didn't like That's the whole argument I was If you to told have. me from the no, get go that no. Munchkin was not your favorite game, that you didn't like Munchkin because of mechanics, we wouldn't have to we would not still be talking about this. Okay, well I don't like Munchkin because of the mechanics right. and I hate it because of its shtick. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with that one. In any case, Kobolds Ate My Baby. Fun game, check it out. I think it's like ten bucks. You can find it on Drive Through RPG. Um, I don't think my Batman Returns joke got enough attention. <laughs> You're probably right. It is cha- they are chaotic little creatures, yeah. And it it really well, I don't know the penguins are chaotic, but yeah. Well, no, but imagine I just watched that for the if first they were time the other day. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Imagine if the penguins like, had actually what? been doing battle. I've never seen Batman Returns. No way, really. It is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. It was pretty bad, but it was the best we had, man. I thought no it way. I, I still like it. It was the best we had at the time, dude. That's the first it. one, the first ba- Batman, Batman Returns is is a very good sequel to the first Batman. I thought I, I like Batman Returns. I'm sorry, I, I like enjoyed it all. I enjoyed them both. You like the weird horny penguin, yep. and like <laughs> yep. the, like, the, like stupid nonsensical like eight plots in that movie where you can yep. never figure yeah, out. Yeah, Christopher going Walken's on. a better villain than Ra's al Ghul, right? Where he like throws yeah. her out the window, and like the yep. cats like yeah. magically yeah. lick her back to life. Yep. And I love it. And then she's Catwoman because the cats. The hello, the giant hello here, hello there, or whatever, like neon sign in her room, and then she like breaks it so it says hell here. Like, welcome oh to Tim Burton. Let it also be known that Brian there was absolutely a, hates Tim Burton. There we was can do a whole uh, podcast on dumb oh, shit. Hang on though, I also hate I Tim hate. Burton. Dude, there was a yeah. whole movement in the nineties. There's just this, this gray gothic, semi gothic movement in movies that. From the Heathers to Edward Scissorhands to to the Batman movies to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Crow, all of that Uh, stuff. I don't really think Heathers was that gothic, but... It was gray. It was that same like, kind well, of... Well, Heathers leads into, like, Natural Born Killers and that sort right. of stuff. It's like Beetlejuice... Good- but, like a, well, yeah, you're naming mostly Tim Burton movies. Yeah, <laughs> there was. I mean, that's what was. coming He's still out. making that. It just sucks now. Yeah, like, now it's animated. The Corpse Bride. It's just terrible. Uh, Frank, Frank and Weenie. Weenie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't get on board with that. Well, that's a remake that came out in like '94 originally. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> only kind of. I'm ready for Beetlejuice too, yeah. dude. But a good point with Batman Returns that like I, I heard Kevin Smith make that like drove it home for me was Gotham looks like it's populated by like twelve people. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it, it kind of does. It's pretty deserted. There's a lot of there's a lot of the like when uh, Penguin's driving the car around. There's nobody on any. Of yeah, the <laughs> like, like, it's just like what's going on. And then thirty cops. It's All right, like, yeah, it's, like, it's Christmas. Like, let's uh, let's table this stuff. We've we've talked about our favorite games. I'm gonna. We're pretty chatty. I'm gonna have to chop us yeah. in half here. And uh, there's a couple conversations that we've started tonight that I would almost make into a whole. Episode. Yeah, probably table some of it. I'll have yeah. to go through and post and see what uh, see what we can fish out of here to make make new content. That said, I I, I've, I went to um, Archon. <laughs> no, I went to <laughs> I went to Archon in October and. While I was there, I got some interviews with some people, which you guys will be seeing on the feed. They're gonna pop up if they if you haven't already downloaded some. Check them out. Some some neat people. But while I was there, I uh, 
this could go anywhere. <laughs> while I was there, I walked while I was walking around, I was taking quick notes of random snippets of conversation that I heard that just just kind of caught my attention. Creeper. Yeah. And this is reminded me That's of very uh, like it's reminded me of Nick at the strip club. So yes. So I'm taking a few notes. Hey, and in the process, in the pro- <laughs> I bet you heard that a lot. In, in the process of of eavesdropping, Dan side boob. Ouch! In the process of eavesdropping on uh, these random geeks and gamers here, uh, I, I I became the game store weirdo myself because just like you guys are talking about, I'm walking around with a pen and paper just writing stuff down. But what I did do is I turned it into a game, and we're gonna play it right after this. So I can show her home Shave my head and change the way I think of The way I feel, the way I feel, the way I feel The way I feel, the way I feel, the way I feel Alright, we're back. Uh, what I got here is um, a little version of Too True. Everybody knows how to play it. Yeah. Uh, I've only got a few, so it'll be a quick one. But uh, what this is, is two of these quotes are something that I actually heard someone say at the convention, and one is one that I made up. You guys are choosing the one that I made up. Okay? Wait. Choosing the fake one. So we're playing the Aubrey game, but with you're choosing Archon. Way. You're choosing the fake one with uh, with Archon, yeah. See, I okay. put my... No, 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 no. It's the opposite of the Aubrey game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. It's like the first time I did this game. Yeah, it's, right. it's too true. Yeah. You have to There's two true, one false. Yeah. Um, oh, that's why. It's I never got that before just now. Yeah. Yep. That's why we called it that from day one yeah. with ne- Steve's Never game. knew it. I thought it was just like, oh, too true. No. <laughs> like, like in your best gay voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Ponzi chot. <laughs> most of these I have no context for, so just just buckle up. You ready? Uh, here's the first one. Wait, can we, are we keeping score? Yeah. One of you guys keeps score. Mac. The points don't matter. You yeah. should just give out candy bars. It's like whose line is it anyway? <laughs> you have enough. It's a good. It's a good. It's no, good I idea. don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the first one. Okay. Let's say that fairies are functionally immortal. That's a quote that I heard. Oh, maybe. Okay. Or or made up. Right. Hand me that tuning fork. And the third one. Have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? It's my all-time favorite. One was something about functionally retarded. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> it is now. L- okay, let's say that fairies are functionally immortal. Oh, okay. Hand me that tuning fork, or have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? It's my all-time favorite. I vote three. The third one is the fake one. Mac, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, tuning fork. Seems so left field. What would they be using a tuning? F- that stupid Doctor Who crap. Don't they? Doesn't he have like a fork or something? It's <laughs> a sonic screwdriver, What's sir. I feel like there's a I feel like there's a tuning fork somewhere. Fucking <laughs> tuning fork. Um, I'm gonna go with three as well. I feel like I feel like in role play somebody could have handed somebody. You're like an fork. old man talking about like the young generation. Oh, shit, <laughs> Don't they have tuning forks? That's the new cool sci-fi. Seabass is turning into that he, or Brian is turning into Maybe that that's he the just problem. likes He's the just one thing. crotchety. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you he are. Doesn't, he doesn't like people satirizing his, 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 de- his Dungeons and Dragons. He just don't understand, man. You got no decency. <laughs> I don't. Some goddamn respect. I don't own a TV. <laughs> All right, Brian, which do you choose? It used to be. 
Never mind. Uh, <laughs> what the first one you said sounds like something Dan would say. Immortal so. fairies. Yeah. All right. You the word functionality or whatever. What, Functionally. Yeah. You would. Dan is all about fairies. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. Fairy dust. I was originally going to. God, I don't want first instinct. Yeah, I'm going to go with number two. Two, two? It's, it's too easy. I probably I'm probably wrong. Tyler's but you positioning know what? himself to win. And the answer is the one I made up. Hand me that tuning fork. Ah, that's number two. First there, instinct, baby. The first. This was actually the first thing that I heard when I walked in. Was okay. Let's say that fairies are functionally immortal. <laughs> I was in the art room walking around <laughs> looking at stuff, and I thought, okay, uh, this is what I have to do. It's my calling now to just write this random <laughs> shit that I'm hearing. Oh, this What's, was at Archon, right? It was at was Archon. A, okay. Was it spoken uh, by? I a got guy? a whole another set frame of mind now. Because <laughs> I just yeah. imagine it like. Yeah, I imagine that quote coming from like an overweight, hairy guy like wearing a and Tinkerbell like, outfit. <laughs> All right, you ready for the second one? Yes. Yep. Ooh, a birdcage jetpack. Can I see that before you go in? Second one. I mean, I'm talking Pinocchio on a sexual harassment level. <laughs> and the third one, oh no, how long until it grows back? Oh, no. Steve? <laughs> no, no, let's switch it up, Tyler. Okay, Tyler. Okay. This is first so one, hard. First one one more time. Yeah, it is hard. The first one was, I mean, ooh, a birdcage jetpack. Can I see that before you go in? God. I have to go with number three, Johnny. Oh no, how long until it grows back? Yes. It's like the match game now. <laughs> Susie <laughs> stuck her blank in Johnny's blank. The Mad Libs. <laughs> when Steve is making whoopee. <laughs> Brian, what do you got? Um, I'm going to have to go with A because nobody speaks in full sentences anymore. Mac? Tyler, which one did you go with? Three. Uh, I'm going with one as well because you said that the first thing you heard when you went in. So it's unlikely that you included something that you heard when you were outside. Check. Steve? I'll go with number three again. I think that's fake. Okay. The answer is, oh no, how long until it grows back? That's three. That's three. Right. Mac, you forget that I'm a smoker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh no, how long until it grows back? I made up. Mac, uh, we have no chance. Tyler at two points. Steve with one point. Brian and Mac with no points. Goose egg. I was taking a drink when I heard the Pinocchio comment. Damn near died. <laughs> I, Hopefully the person wasn't standing right behind you. <laughs> you were taking a, you were taking a drink as in like you had a pint with you and you're like taking nips off it the whole time. Yeah, no, that's had, totally what I would have done. I had a Pepsi. It Pepsi. is Archon, so yeah. you could technically do that. I guess. Probably. I'm going to do the same game, but a tanning bed salon. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You ready for the third one? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I guess you can try to have sex with it. Uh, second one. I sit down and begin trying to eat my face. Third one, victory tastes like sweet, sweet chicken. That's a dumb Dan joke. The chicken bit? That's my, yeah. The chicken bits, three. Put your hand out. Chicken bits, three. You're going with chicken bits, Brian? Yeah. Mac? I'm going with chicken bits. You're going with chicken bits? Steve? I'm going with number one. Number one. Yeah. Try to have sex with it. Tyler? Hmm. Mm, I'm going to go with number two. Number two. The answer is number two. I sit down and begin trying to eat my face. Uh, I, get my I think I've actually, after I wrote that. I don't that, think I'm going to go to our <laughs> I, think I, I think I've actually said that on the show or something when we were talking about, like, I sit down and try to kill myself or I be, slowly begin starving to death or something. I don't remember. 
Uh, yeah, I guess you can try to have Jesus, sex with it. Tyler. I was walking through the game room. Now, the game room was set up in a way that I'd never seen. They had like these sheer curtains around all the tables, uh, dividing each game from, from another. So, like, I had disembodied voices when I was hearing this stuff, too. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is going on behind the curtain? And Dan, I feel Dan like... Dan just got high on PCP and wandered through a convention. And I feel like... Writing down. I've been yeah. to some cons before where there were some games you had to go back to a hotel room to play. Yeah. yeah they, they, I mean, they had that, yeah. too. But I'm saying in the game room... Games. It was... <laughs> it was as, in like, as in, like, would you like to play a game? Games. In the game yeah. room, it was, like, open game. It was uh, an I'll open play game games, room. Woman. And they had uh, they had these sheer curtains, and I felt like okay, I'm hearing stuff like okay, I guess you can try to have sex with it, but I felt like if I poked my head in, I would be the creep. It was really weird. <laughs> it was really really weird. Isolate that clause. Yeah, I felt like if I poked my head in, I would be the creep. That, you want that as a ringtone? Yep. <laughs> All right, we got another one here. Okay, I've never seen that kind of damage done in one attack. The response was, "Well, um, this one has a little armor kink." Wait, what's going what on? Happened? What's going the on? first first voice. Okay, I have never seen that kind of damage done in one attack. Response. Well, um, this one has a little armor kink. Armor kink. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, second that one's one. real. Second one. I piss on him. Our <laughs> Kelly was there. I have seen on their website has the entire like edited together. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> watch, watch it. The yeah. rap opera. Yeah. I love it. And the third one. Even considering all the geeky things that I like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is stupid. <laughs> that has been said. Mac, you're first. Um, yep, Mac, you're up first. I'm going with two. I don't think anybody peed on anybody. I'm going with two also. You're going with two? Yeah. Tyler? Going with three. You're going with Yu-Gi-Oh! Brian? Even though you're talking about a number one, I am also going with number two. And I piss on him. All right. And the answer is, even considering all the things that, all the geeky things that I like, no, Yu-Gi-Oh! is really? <laughs> that is the one that I made up. The, uh, the, the, okay, I've never seen that kind of damage done one. They were playing the craziest game. I've never seen it. It looked like they had these humongous Lego ships. And they were doing ship to ship battle <laughs> on this four by eight table. It was amazing. This oh my is God. Th- this is what I'm trying to make, but trains. Okay, well I'm telling you, we need to find out what that game was, and you need to take a look at it because yeah. they had they had this four by eight table, and these 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 Lego looking ships were like two and a half feet wide or long by about ten inches, maybe a foot wide, and I guess the the masts probably went up a good two two feet. And they were doing ship-to-ship combat on here. And it was really neat looking. But it was like tabletop ship-to-ship, right? They weren't actually like mashing them into each other? No, it was okay. dice like and little kids, such. Like little kids, like when you smash your toys together? And apparently you kink the armor. It, yeah, yeah it was, that's what I was wondering. It was pretty neat. I piss on him was another one of those random sheer Dude, curtain I, things. I I just know how these weird people are. I don't man. want to like, go. I've heard these things. <laughs> this, is like, like, this is like completely reinforcing my <laughs> argument from earlier. Like... All right, look. Like, I believe, like, hang on. Fun, These people are worthy of ridicule by games like Munchkin. These people are nuts. I, yeah, I have yeah, no comment. And then, uh, <laughs> no, I have a whole. I just, we don't have time. <laughs> All right, I got one more. This one's a, oh, this one's wow. got four. Because I Tyler, can you end perfect? I don't think so. I thought that was the last one. This is I what the game is now going to be. Yeah, stop my perfect streak. <laughs> you just make one up. <laughs> this is how the Cardinals always lose. 
First voice, is this where we're supposed to be? Response, did you not see the slave layers? This is exactly where we're supposed to be. Second one, there's only one poison weapon. I've tried to duplicate it. Failed. Third one, that's Mr. Bubbles, thank you very much. Fourth one, oh God, where's the monkey? I'm going to go three because the first two seem pretty real. They seem pretty candid, you know. What was three again? Mr. Bubbles. That's Mr. Mr. Bubbles. Thank you very much. I thought there were four answers. What was the it? fourth right. one is, oh, God, where's the monkey? Oh, yeah. I don't For, know. The fourth one sounds pretty fake, too. Let me go through them one more time. Is this where we're supposed to be? Response. Did you not see the slave layers? This is exactly where we're supposed to be. Second one. There's only one poison weapon. I've tried to duplicate it. Failed. Third one. That's Mr. Bubbles. Thank you very much. And... Oh, God, where's the monkey? First instinct, again, is number one, but I think this is where my streak ends. Choosing one? Choosing one. Mark, marking it down. Something to put Brian? on the board. I, I spanked the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number, Duly noted, that's what's your four? answer to the question? <laughs> <Four>. Yeah. <laughs> Shock the monkey. You're taking, you're taking the monkey, too? No. Right, no. I was monkey. doing number three. I'm going to go with number one. Mac, you take one. Steve, you take three. Mm-hmm. All right, the one I made up. Oh God, where's the monkey? God damn! Bass manages to get on the Son. board. Streak broken. Baskets on the board, and I remain scoreless. Wow! I, I, I cannot predict predict other geeks. <laughs> you're you're, you're geek. just smarter than them, Mac. So I who don't need to know what Steve? they're thinking to beat them? Tyler. Tyler just Tyler went won? all like Legends oh, Tyler, of the Hidden Temple on Tyler, us. Tyler, Tyler had destroyed us. Tyler he had we four. won all the games, but then he got to the temple and just ate it. Steve and Brian tied at one. Like, I wanted to be uh, one of those kids who just hits the buzzer before the question's even asked. They're just like, <laughs> George Washington. No, the answer is. What is George Washington, always, you puling little midget of a person? And they're always so condescending, too, when they like answer it too early. They're just like, well, if you would have waited, yeah. <laughs> you would have heard that we weren't talking about George Washington. We were talking about. George, what wood was George Washington's yeah, false teeth made like of? Napoleon Dynamite, what, or Napoleon, Di- Napoleon Bonaparte, what island was he stranded on or something? I don't know. East Island. All right, well, that's a, that's East an illustration. <laughs> we went a, we went really long on the first half the of this thing. Of misfit toys. Um, <laughs> that's where Rebel's from, dude. <laughs> I just really like the idea of Napoleon stranded on the Isle of Misfit Toys. <laughs> We're a couple of misfits. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that song? I love that movie. What? That's not a, even like a. It's like a twenty-minute. I'm going to watch it what? again. What? What are you soon. talking about? Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the Rudolph. Yeah, that's yes, what that is. that's what's from. That's an hour and a half show, man. It's a wonderful movie. No, it's it's the claymation thing, right? Yeah, yes. it's like yes. an hour and a half. Those things yeah. are Christmas really special. long. Oh my god, I love it. They're movies. Yeah, like yeah. Mad Monster Party yeah. is like almost two hours long. I man, think. it's like. I don't know. I mean, the, maybe the shorter, like I there are shorter as... ones though. The Frosty and the Snowman one yeah, give, is give or take like twenty five, thirty yeah. minutes, but it's part of like a dual special. Oh, well, see, like I always saw them yeah, as the, a kid. Yeah, the I Rudolph like... the Red Nosed Reindeer one, like you can, oh, you man. can legitimately fall asleep with commercial. Yeah, with commercials that have... on Wait, TV. What about the one? Forever. What about the one where it's like Santa Claus is a pedophile and like. <laughs> 
He's like got that weird, just like red hair, and like he's a oh, young yeah, guy. Oh yeah, it shows. Yeah, and then he, you put yeah. one foot in front of the other. Yeah, when he meets yeah, like the like ice the king. winter wizard. Yeah, the winter wizard. The winter warlock. And he teaches him how to like it's walk because like really, he can't like, walk. Creepy, or crazy. And, like, sort of. That's it, the yeah. And Mrs. Claus is like, eat, Papa, eat. Yeah. yeah, that's the one where with the the. The Burgermeister and Meister the... Burger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. The name busy, of that? Busy, busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is that? That is. Father Winter was scary. I legitimately. No, that's had the Winter Wizard. Yeah, the Winter Wizard. The Winter I, I had nightmares. I can't remember the name of that. He's the Ice yeah, King. Yeah, that's, that's, that's. Yeah, he totally is. That the was ice like King. not quite claimation. That was like not Paper like, Mario. Like, like, that's like stop different. Stop motion kind of? That's, that's the really, same thing as Rudolph. That's not the same thing. No, that's a different movie. That's the same thing as the one either that has like a. Similar. It's not the same thing either as the one that has like the frost miser and yeah, yeah it's, it's all the same the one. Same that's, one. That's the same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We're all calling that's it different things. Like, no, that's the same thing as Rudolph the Father no, Wizard. No, that's the Ice Miser. It's a different like, special. I know man. it's the same company. I'm Mr. White. Well, it might be the same company, but it's a different yeah. movie. It's a different production. Actually, I think they're a lot of the same company too. Yeah, a lot. It's like they cr- they crank those no, things out. I'm not There's saying like they're not the same company. Yeah. I'm saying it's a different production. Oh yeah, it's those are whole feature. different movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. those are completely oh, yeah. different they're features. Frosty the it's Snowman. Movie. Um, they used to like ABC or whatever. Used to say happy marathons or whatever. They still probably do. Yeah, Frosty was a cartoon. Wow. Yeah, that one was yeah. I gotta I gotta stop this train. This is well. It starts with the Isle of Misfit Toys and it ends at the Island of Misfit Toys. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We were planning on announcing with this episode the winner of our game store weirdos which is why i brought the game uh, uh, why i turned into a weirdo and started eavesdropping on other weirdos uh however we're gonna we're gonna stick a pin in it and do that next week so we're, we may be able to pull out a full, a full episode if not we're gonna at least talk about our game store weirdos and announce the winner of well, our contest we can do a full episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like that's not even a challenge so with that i'm gonna go ahead and call this thing the train wreck that it is not a train wreck. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Carpe Game Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Steve. I'm Mac. I'm Brian. I'm a toy gun that can only shoot jelly. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, support the hobby. Support the industry. Support your local game store. And support Evil Dead, now on Stars. Nice. Whoa, I did it without messing up. Yeah. I think that wow. might be the first or second time that's ever happened. The Carpe GM Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0. For further discussion on this topic or just about anything else, join our forum at carpegm.net slash forum. To contact us with questions, comments, and other feedback, please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook slash CarpeGM.net or follow us on Twitter at C-A-R-P-E underscore GM. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. The interstitial music for this episode was provided by a band called Woodlock. The song is entitled Lemons. If you'd like to find out more about this band, you can check the links on the show notes. It'll get you to their uh, social media and uh, where you can purchase more and download more of their music. So now... We'll go ahead and play the song in its entirety, so without further ado, Lemons by Woodlock. Tainted picture of us now, forever forgive. Little missy misery Set foot in the ocean But never the sea 
bury her into the ground next to the old lemon tree. For the fruits have gone sour and bitter than no one would eat. Call it back and call myself for free. Bend the rules so I can show her home. Shake my head and change the way I think of the way I feel, 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 the way I feel. The sour has turned into sweet. Let not the weeds in this garden grow tall, for they'll choke the lemon tree. Garden grow tall, for they will choke the lemon. 